Welcome to The B Word, the podcast for women in real estate who want to unlock the clarity needed to put your big girl panties on and rock your career like the true boss you are. I'm Joanne Bolt, your host, and together we'll dive into the things your broker doesn't teach you in order to own your own path, disown the things getting in the way to finding your place, and stop apologizing for the obstacles you had to overcome along the way. If you're ready to stop playing small and take action in your professional life, this is the place for you. Money, money, money. It is what we're all here to make. Let's be honest about it. Ain't none of us working for free. But do you have the right mindset around money? I find a lot of times that women, quite frankly, don't. We don't understand it. We don't understand how to earn it, keep it, and make it grow. So I'm chatting today with Kanani Briggs, who is one of the head boss facilitators of A Chick Click, and she is going to dive into the concept of money mindset. If you love what you hear today, you'd better make sure you grab one of those last seats that is available in October's upcoming Chick Click, because Kanani, she's your head facilitator, girlfriend, and you'd get to dive in with her every single Monday. But for now, tune in and let's check it out. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? I am great. How are you? I'm good. How's it going? So I am Kanani Briggs. I'm so happy to be here with all of you. I am a certified professional life coach. I'm also a money breakthrough certified business coach, and I am a realtor. So um, all packaged together, which is why I'm here today to talk about Uh, money mindset. And just a little bit more about me. I am a mom. I have two boys, uh, one who finishes first year at Georgia and another who's going to be a senior. So um, doing the busy mom thing as well, as I know many of you are. So we are here today to talk about money mindset. Um, It's my favorite topic, which is why I became a money coach uh, for women, especially. I find that I don't know what it is, but we struggle with talking about money. Uh, We have different way of feeling about it, thinking about it, and it is always a challenge. So I became a money coach so that I can help women break through their issues with money so that they can be all that they want to be. So why are we even talking about it? And I know that you've all heard, you know, your thoughts become things, what you think about, you bring about. So it's it's the same with money. Your net thoughts really equal your net worth. So what you're feeling about yourself, about your self-worth, about your value translates into what your income potential is or isn't. So that's why it's really important to kind of take a step back and really understand, okay, what is my relationship with money? What do I think about money? And how might that be either supporting me and empowering me, or how might that be holding me back? So that's what we're going to talk about today. So what if you could have the confidence of always knowing that clients and income are coming in? That you wake up every morning, you're excited to make a difference in the lives of the clients that you serve, you have time to enjoy the family and the activities that you love, you feel a good sense of accomplishment because you run a successful business that you love, and more importantly, you have the financial freedom to really live the lifestyle that you want and support the people and causes that are important. So if you could do all of these things, 
wouldn't that be amazing? And that's what we're going to work on today. So what I'm doing today is really kind of condensing a longer um, webinar that I do on money mindset and kind of creating that rock solid platinum money mindset. I'm going to just give you two of the steps today, two of the most important steps in kind of getting there. Does that sound good, Joanne? Fantastic. Okay. Awesome. So I know you haven't spent a whole lot of time together in this session talking about your goals, but if you're in real estate, uh, I know that you have goals. You have um, talked about it with your broker or with your team leader um, or with your spouse. You have, have goals. And it's really important to be clear. What I want you to do today in your mind is set a bold money goal. So I want this to be a time frame that you determine, maybe it's a year, maybe it's a month, maybe it's a quarter, whatever time frame feels um, most appropriate for you. And I want you to think about what is it that uh, what is that amount of money that you want to earn in that time period? And I want this to be a stretch or a reach goal. So I don't want it to be like, well, last month I earned this much. So, you know, I'm going to say that I, I want this really to be a bold goal. Um, I also want it to be a SMART goal. I know you all are familiar with what SMART means, uh, measurable, uh, simple, which should be simple, measurable, results-focused, and time-bound. So I want it to be a SMART goal. But before you can even set a goal, do you understand how you even make money in this business? Are you clear when you get a statement, a commission statement, do you know what all those numbers are? What those deductions are? Are you clear on what your splits are? Are you clear on what your expenses are? Are you clear on when you cap and what does that mean? I'm not here today because we're all at different brokers, so it's all going to be different, but I'm going to encourage you that if you can't read that statement and know exactly where every dollar is going, then please sit down with your team leader with someone and really get an understanding because you can't set a goal for yourself if you don't really have a clear understanding of how you get paid and how that money is going to come in. And I know Joanne and I have talked about, about this and this is, um, this is a challenge. A lot of women kind of just bury their heads in the sand and they don't really want to know. Um, and they're just like, okay, you know, I get paid. And but we really need to take ownership and, and understand it so that we can set a goal, because once you know how you get paid, then you can back into that goal. So mm -hmm. if you say, I want to earn $50,000 next month, do you have any idea what that looks like? How many appointments does that mean? What price point do these homes need to be? How many transactions need to close? What do I have pending? So all of these things help factor into that goal. So we need to understand, we need a goal. We need to know where we're going. It's like a GPS. We need to punch it in. This is where we're going, but then we need to figure out the way how we're going to get there. So it's really important for us to understand that. So Kanani, do you know, I mean, I'm sure you do know being um, a money coach, but it amazes me on a daily basis. When I talk to women in the industry, they have the goal of what they want to make every year. And they know sort of about how much average commission they might make per deal. And that also applies to our loan officers because you guys make commissions as well. Right. 
but they really don't know how many transactions they have to close in order to achieve that goal. Because most of them are shocked to find out, you know, if you're in the real estate here in Atlanta, every time you close something, our MLS takes a fee out of that. And the other MLS takes a monthly fee from you. And, you know, some of them don't realize that there's a yearly fee that your broker pulls out of, out of your money, or some brokers tell you it's a 70, 30 split. When you really look at it, it's more like a 36% split because of various franchise fees and stuff. They have no idea how all that's coming out. And then they get to the closing table and the money doesn't look like what they think it's going to look like. That's right. Yeah, I find that um, in in the real estate business, you you kind of in your mind is like, oh, the house is seven hundred thousand, so I'm going to make about this. You come up with this yep. like number, but then you get your check, you're like, wait a minute, this is totally different than what and I then thought. Then you need to take out taxes. That's right, <laughs> right. And then we're not, yeah, and that's just what you're bringing in. That's not, yes. So that's then what you get the privilege of paying taxes on, which is another amount that you need to be factoring in. So when you're looking at your goal, it's exactly right, Joanne, you need to understand to, to me, if you walk away with anything from what I share with you today, if you walk away with, Hey, I need to sit down with somebody and get a better grasp and understanding of exactly how I get paid. What are the splits? What are the expenses? Um, get in. If you walk away with just that, I'm going to feel like that was a success. And as a money coach, I'm going to be like, woohoo. So that's your first, um, that's your first step. Get an understanding of how you're paid so that you can then back into this bold goal. So you can say, I want to make, you know, $300,000 next year. And this is how I'm going to do it. That's step one. So I want you, once you have this goal, you need to claim it, right? So you need to say it. You need to share it. You need to post it. You need to really claim this goal. We are so much more likely to achieve a goal when it's written down, when we share it with someone. So what I recommend, you know, put it on a post-it, stick it on wherever, put it on your laptop, put it on your bathroom mirror, wherever it is, just surround yourself with this goal so that it's just always in front of you. That is so important. I also want you to think about, well, what happens if I don't achieve that goal? So I want you to spend a little time and think about it. All right. So um, the quarter ended. My goal was, you know, $50,000. I only made 30. How does that feel? What did it cost you? How does, what kind of toll does that take on you emotionally, mentally, and then financially? What did it keep you from being able to do? What what did you miss out on doing because you missed that goal? And then think about what could have what could have been avoided? What might I have done differently? And we're doing all of this ahead of time so that we can plan and prepare and avoid some of the some of the pitfalls and mistakes that are likely to come about. You know, things happen, life happens. So what are the things that might get in the way of you hitting the goal? Could it be childcare issues? Um, could it be uh, you know a, a delay, new construction that got delayed? You know, what are some of the things that might keep you from reaching that goal? And what might you be able to put in place now so that we can probably avoid that? So take some time and think about that. And then on the flip side, take some time and think about. Woohoo! I did it. I rocked it. 
I hit, I smashed that goal. How does that feel? And be really specific. How does it feel? Like, how does it make you feel? So much of mindset is about connecting your body and your, your, your feelings, your emotions. So it's the heart and mind connection, so much of mindset. So when you can really kind of step into and feel, you know, like dancing around, feel how good it feels to have really hit that goal, that is going to go. So it's going to really go so far in terms of having a mindset that supports you. Who is going to be the first person that you tell when you hit that goal? Think about that. And and why is that the person? Is it your spouse? Is it your team leader? Is it your partner? Is it your best friend? You know, think about that. Imagine that conversation calling up, girl, guess just what happened? Just imagine that, feel it. This is all going to support you. It might seem kind of hokey right now, but believe me. Um, How are you going to celebrate? It's important to celebrate. When I was coaching clients, the first question I asked on every coaching call is, what are we celebrating today? Because as women, we tend not to celebrate enough. We are just on to the next, on to the next. And we really need to take time, especially if you hit this goal that you set, this bold money goal, you really want to take, think about what's that celebration going to look like, and then make sure that you do it. Take the time to celebrate. And I want to jump in here. I I think it's super important for us to make sure everyone understands, give yourself permission to celebrate hitting the goal. You are not bragging. You are not being that person that no one wants to be around because you're always like, oh, I'm the best. You're not patting yourself (laughs) on the back. What you're saying openly to the people that you told about your goal is, oh my God, I did it so that they can celebrate with you. That's right. Yes, it, it is not bragging. And I think that's, that is all part of mindset. Women especially have a hard time. They feel it's very self-promotional. So we have a hard time celebrating our own successes. And that's why it's super important to be part of a chick click or part of a group like this, a group of women who support you and want to celebrate your successes and want to shout it from the rooftop with you. It is so important to surround yourself with that kind of people, especially when you're trying to kind of galvanize your mind set. You need people around you who are going to be like, you know, girl, what did you know, what did you do to celebrate? They're going to encourage you. Did you post that? Did you share that people? And when you do that, you're giving permission to other women to do the same. So it's the gift that keeps giving. So I definitely encourage you to celebrate, choose something that you're going to splurge on for yourself. Know that that's what you're going to buy when you hit it. Uh, that vacation you're going to plan, spend a little time looking at the hotel you're going to pick, like do these things because it all helps you. It helps you get over the humps when the humps come and it helps you really just visualize hitting that goal. So step two is probably the, the bigger step and it's really digging into our beliefs about money. So we all have beliefs about money and most of them are from our younger years, um, childhood beliefs, A lot of times we grew up in households with parents who had very strong opinions about money. Money doesn't grow on trees. What do you think? I'm made out of money. You know, all of these things that were said to us as children, they take root and you don't sometimes even know that they take root, but they do. 
And so you have to spend a little time thinking about your beliefs. A lot of beliefs are negative and subconscious. Again, you don't even know that they're operating, but they're kind of our operating system. Um, I grew up with, um, we didn't have a whole lot of money. So money was always an issue and it was always talked about. So I grew up in a environment of lack versus abundance. Um, There was never enough. So it was always... um, those those are things that I had to overcome, but I had to first realize that I had these thoughts and, and these beliefs, and then I could transform them. So you have to spend a little bit of time and think about, think about who you spent a lot of time with. It could have been childhood friends. It could have been parents. It could have been a teacher. It could have been a, it can be a spouse. The people that you are around that talk about money, think about what are some of the things that they say about money? What are some of the things um, that you've heard growing up about money? Joanne, what what are some of the things that you heard as a child about money? Um, Never spend what you don't have. Mm -hmm. My dad was really big on, it doesn't really matter how much you spend as long as you don't spend what you can't pay off every month on a credit card. And so- I really didn't understand the concept of credit cards or interest rates or any of that stuff. But, you know, even from a young age, he would hand me my allowance and I would say, oh, I want X, Y, Z. And he'd say, well, do you have enough to pay for it? Well, no, but I will next month after my allowance. Well, then you can buy it next month. Right. You know, like he was really big on that money mindset of you don't spend it if you don't have it. You don't play in that pool. Right. And so what happens is, so you hear that you grow up with that, that becomes kind of your operating system. So oh, to this probably, day, yeah. 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 So to this day, that's the way you operate. And so there are a lot of us who grew up with a lot of negativity around money, particularly if you grew up in a house that didn't have a lot of money, then there's a lot of, you've, you've associated a lot of negative thoughts and feelings and beliefs about money without even realizing you didn't mean to kind of take that on, but you did take it on. So what I want us to do is really identify what those are. I'm going to, this, this is so important to do, and it's not something that we can do together right now, but I'm going to encourage you. This is an exercise. I want you to take a sheet of paper, put a line down the middle and on the left side, I want it to be negative beliefs. And on the right side, we're going to we're going to transform those into an empowering belief. So think about the negative beliefs you might have about money. Um, things like if you catch yourself saying, oh, you know, I, I, I never have enough or, oh, my gosh, the bills just keep coming in. Like all these things that you don't really realize are a symptom of your mindset, but you're saying these things, you're thinking these things, or you have a negative idea in your mind about people that with money. So somebody drives by with a beautiful sports car and you're in your initial reaction is like, oh, or you, you have a negative, or I wonder what they do, or what kind of person can afford that? You know, these types of things are negative views about money. And we have to really get to the heart of it and understand. So, you know, a lot of people grew up where they were, they thought that people with money must be greedy. They must be greedy. They have more than they need. They must be greedy. Um, or they only care about themselves. They're not generous um, or or other on the flip side, maybe it wasn't about money. It's like you have to work really hard to get to get ahead. Um, you have to do all of these things. Um, it, it's so much effort to be successful. And so all of these things 
contribute to your mindset. So take some time, think about what are the things that immediately come to mind, the ones that kind of make you cringe, write those down, the ones that you'd be embarrassed to tell your best friend that you think, write those down because we are going to transform them and think about it. So your parents, your significant other, your spouse, and your friends and your social circle. All of these are factors that play into your beliefs about money, which again is why it is so important as um, a woman on a mission to really be the best version of yourself and be as successful as you can be. It is so important that you think about who is in my circle, who am I allowing to kind of put stuff into my head and into what I believe about myself. It's so important to surround yourself around people who are lifting you up, believing in you, empowering you, because all of these different components factor into what you believe. So look at the, on your negative side, once you make your list, take a look at the three that really make you cringe, the three that you're like, eh, these really, I can tell, are not supporting me in where I'm trying to go um, with my money mindset. Think about those, the ones that you're uncomfortable sharing. And we're going to take each statement and we're going to transform it. So I'm going to just use one. Um, or Joanne, do you want to give me one or you want me to just use a state, a negative belief that you've heard um, someone say about money and we're going to transform it into an empowering belief? Only the people with money actually make money. Ooh, good one. That's a good one. Okay. So only the people with money actually make money. So, you know, so if you're a person who's not yet where you want to be with money, that is making, even as Joanne said it, my body started getting smaller because that's smashing me down and keeping me down. It's not lifting me up and empowering me at all. So let's think about how we can, how we can change that. How about, so only the people with money, it may be something like, so the, my, my favorite uh, positive transforming money statements and affirmations are um, something like I have, I have more money than I need. I always have more than I need. Money continues to come in. Money constantly on its way to me. Money is making its way to me. Um, uh, my bank account is growing bigger and bigger each day. So, so because that statement was about having money to start with, and you know that maybe you don't have <laughs> the money to start with, you can't just right off the bat, say something like, I'm a millionaire, I'm a million dollar real estate agent, because you're already internally shutting that down. You're already, and I'm not going to curse, but it's your BS meter internally is already like, no, you're not. No, you're not. So you can't start from, I don't have any money to, I'm a million, I'm a millionaire. You have to really kind of, you have to come up with statements that are true, that can be true. Money is making its way to me every day. Money is making its way to me as we speak. New clients and new opportunities are making their way to me as we speak. I can't wait until tomorrow to meet the next big opportunity that's coming my way. All of these things are positive, they're true, and you can state these instead of the negative belief that's squashing you down, the beliefs that are lifting you up, and empowering you. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah. 
So, um, and again, and, and Joanne has my contact information. If you have one that you're struggling with, I'm happy to, um, this is what juices me up. I love helping women transform these beliefs. When you, if you email me and say, Hey, this is the one I'm really struggling with. I am happy to, um, to help you transform that. Fantastic. Um, so now let's put it all together into action. So it's super important what we do, the action that we take today. So everything that we learn from um, this day with, with Real Boss Women, it's about what we actually put into action. So I want you, again, what's your bold money goal? State it daily. Um, think about it. Think about the celebration that you're going to have. Imagine it what you're going to do when you achieve it. Think about creating an I am statement. I can give you more information about that. I think we're going to run out of time. Um, and then state your new empowering beliefs every day. Do this every day. Do it in the morning. Do it when you get in the car. Do it before you go to bed. But say these things to yourself. Say these empowering statements. Tell yourself that money and income and clients are coming. The best, my best deal is, is, on the horizon. My new clients are coming to me as we speak. Say these things to yourself because you've got this and it's really just time to own it um, and to step into it and to grow into it and to own it. So start to think as if you've achieved this goal, start to make decisions from that place, start to believe and act from that place and be that person, be that person that claims this goal, be that person that makes $100,000 next month, start to act that way, believe that and be that person. Fantastic. That's what I have for y'all today. Awesome. Well, we've got like three more minutes, so I'm going to go ahead. Um, we have a question from the community. Allison wants to know, this may sound stupid, but what is the difference between a stretch goal and a reach goal? Uh, not That's not stupid at all. I'm, I'm literally just reading her question off. Um, yeah. So she knows, I, you know, I'm She's the one that said it. I don't yeah. think it's a stupid question. It's not a stupid question. And they're they're basically one in the same. So a reach goal, stretch. Some people call it a reach goal. Other people call it a stretch goal. The, the main thing is it's not something that you can just do without a little bit of effort, a little bit of planning, and something that's really going to pull you forward. So it's not something that you can reach super easily. You yeah. have to actually make an effort to hit it. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. We want us to be a bold, a bold money goal because um, it's going to pull you forward. It's going to push you out of your comfort zone. It's going to encourage you to do things that you might, if you just keep doing what you're doing, you're going to get what you got. And if that's what you want, fantastic. But if there's more that you want, then you have to push yourself out. And these bold goals will help you start to kind of push yourself out of that comfort zone. Awesome. Well, girl, as always, it was fantastic to have you here. 